0: ten. Now, let's kick off your financial future. Here's Josh Chelinsky.
1: Go ahead, Greg. You're on with Josh Chelinsky, the financial quarterback, and JJ, the CPA. Go ahead, Greg.
2: Yes, good morning. Uh, I just, you know, I heard um, about the PPP today, and I'm a Schedule C filer, had no employees. And, uh, you know, I don't know if it's something I'd be eligible for, so uh, maybe it can be a little uh, primer on something like that absolutely available for you it's a schedule c that would only be required for the self-employed it's now based on line 7 which is gross income so go to your schedule c it's either based on 19 or 20 you get the higher of. you apply at the bank you don't provide any documentation of course the sba at some point will verify the information that you have provided the schedule c filer it's based on line 7 as i indicated now no more than 100,000 divided by 12 times 2.5 or 20,833 is what you qualify for. And all I mean is that it's a calculation. You go to line 7, whatever that figure is, divided by 12 times 2.5 is going to be your amount. But there is a cap. The cap is at the beginning of the calculation, which results in the cap at the ending, which is 20,833 for the self-employed gig worker. And then if the self-employed happens to have employees, then they get PPP in addition. But that's if you paid that.
1: yourself wages, though. If you're one of these small business owners where you make hundred grand and you show $20,000, you're going to get less, correct?
2: Well, that is correct for the S-corp owner, the C-corp owner. They have to pay themselves wages, but for the self-employed, in fact i've got a couple of videos on it because there's banks that somehow are still confused which is amazing to me that they would be but nonetheless for a schedule c filer they're actually not even allowed to pay themselves wages if they chose to the irs said you're not going to even be able to deduct it so the self-employed i'm glad you brought that up josh is that it's just based on line seven and then wages to the employees but for those that own an s-corp or a C corp you're absolutely right it would only be based on the wages, and then for any employee, the beginning of the calculation for any employee is 100000 so no more than $20,833 per person, if you will, that's going to get W-2 wages. The 1099 people that you're paying, a 1099 to, that does not qualify as wages. Hey, if you don't mind, I want to throw in uh, Richard, the CPA, had a question and it is, I think, a question that a lot of people have going into this. So, Richard is a Brooklyn CPA, as he says in his comment, has a dental practice, et cetera. No contact between uh, health and death in the family. So, my question is can I apply for PPP 1 if my own CPA practice, 30%
1: increase revenue 2020, um, needs assertion? So, wait, wait, wait a second. Richard's a yeah. dentist and a CPA, is that correct? <laughs> Well, I think 200 dental practice, et cetera. I'm going to. No, gonna no. I, I think I know this guy. He's been on before. I think he yeah. is oh, a yeah. CPA who specializes in dental practices. Mm-hmm. I think. Right. That's right, what right. he's talking so, about. But. Um, um, he's... Yes.
2: And Richard's on uh, JJ, the CPA often. So we appreciate it. And um, basically here's the bottom line for PPP one. Um, it doesn't matter what the revenue is. However, you do have to certify that you're in financial dire straits, that your financial outlook is uncertain, that you need this money to keep going. That's either for PPP-1 or PPP-2, but there is no, well, if your revenue is up, you don't qualify. All I would say, though, is if your revenue is up, then you may not be able to meet the certification of indicating that you're, you're in need of that. So, uh, that's the, that's the way I would go with that. And then, uh,
1: and then uh, let's take a short break and then we'll be back with more comments and questions. And we're going to talk about this gig worker bill and what it means. I don't know how much you've, uh, research you've done on it, JJ, but it seems alarming. It recently passed the house and could affect many industries that hire ten ninety nines. So we'll talk about that and more. This is Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback. Don't touch that dial. The preceding program was sponsored by the Jelensky Advisory
0: Group. Any awards, rankings, or recognition by unaffiliated third parties or publications, including five-star wealth manager, advisory of the year finalist by senior market advisor, and top of the million-dollar roundtable are in no way indicative of the advisor's future performance or any individual client's investment success. No award, ranking, or recognition should be construed as a current or past endorsement of Josh Jelinski or Wealth Quarterback, LLC. Information regarding specific awards, rankings, or recognitions is available on the Wealth Quarterback website at www.jelinsky. Org. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss. Investment strategies such as asset allocation, diversification, or rebalancing do not assure or guarantee better performance and cannot eliminate the risk of investment.